1: luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes
0: to positive thinking, you've likely got two big problems that I'm going to help you solve today. First, you're in some sort of negative space too often and that's affecting your relationships. Maybe your negative thinking has you feeling depressed, anxious, impatient, or easily frustrated. And this, of course, impacts everything from your communication to your connection to yourself and in all your relationships. Or you get into a negative space because of other people's negative energy and emotions or because you start worrying about what other people are thinking or thinking about you. Then you start to spin and there you go down the negative thinking spiral. So stay tuned because you're about to learn an amazing tool. I've loved this tool for decades now that's not only changed my own life, but the lives of thousands of people I've worked with over the years. And I've got an amazing gift for you. I'm all about the gifts this month. Uh, At the end, that's gonna help you change that negative thinking quickly. So stay with me. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a number one Amazon best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship maven, with over 30 years of experience helping people create connected and happy relationships. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in your relationship today. So, let's get to it you're here. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, Dr. Abby Metcalf here and this is of course, the relationships made easy podcast and uh in here in season three of the podcast we've I've been um really focusing on not just your relationship with your partner, but on all your relationships. And that includes your relationship with yourself. So we've been talking uh, so far this month in October about getting, really changing how you think, getting out of those negative thoughts for real, for good, forever. And uh, today I'm talking about the secret to positive thinking in all of your relationships. So not just your partner, but at work and with your kids, everywhere. And again, with yourself, because that's where everything starts. So uh, it's I'm just really excited about it all. Uh, and again, I've got a free gift for you. I've just really been into this. I've been giving it to my clients. You know, I thank you to my clients out there who might be listening. Uh, you guys end up being uh, just wonderful guinea pigs. No, you. I, I, that's a that's too little of a term. Just wonderful ways that I bounce ideas and think things through. And I'll send these uh, homework assignments to my clients a lot and have them work on them and give me feedback uh, about what works, what didn't, what they'd like to see more of or less of. And uh, you listeners here to the podcast get to be the beneficiaries of that. Uh, And I do think it's one of the things that really helps um, keep my stuff above and beyond maybe what other folks are doing out there. No diss to other people, God bless, go do your thing. But because I do all the research and because I literally do this work with clients, not 20 years ago, not 10 years ago, but now (laughs) while I'm teaching you, it really makes a difference in what you're getting when you're listening. So uh, everyone out there, give a shout out to my clients um, and the ones I've had over the years who have really do, I learn so much, it's amazing. So. And speaking of fabulous free things, uh, I'm not sure if you know or not, but I've got a free communication toolkit for couples uh, my website that you can download uh to start working on your if you want to work on your relationship right away. And I will say I know it's geared towards couples and that's kind of what's in the name, but it these are tools that work in every relationship. Mom, brother, friend, coworker. I'll link to it here in the show notes. This is episode one thirteen, So you can go to Abby forward slash podcast forward slash one thirteen. Uh, or you can just go to the homepage of my website, abbymedcalf.com, and you'll see there's a, a space to get the free communication toolkit. And it's kind of on every page, and I think it's a little pop-up places, so it wouldn't be too hard to get. Uh, but it, it it's just great. People have really liked it, and I know you will too. It's really helpful. So you can check that out. But, you know, there's a free gift today. There's a free gift on the site. Come on! There's presents everywhere, because I'm all about the love. So let's get to it. Here we go. Last week, I told you about, uh, the so this goodbye negative thinking Trinity, <laughs> and we discussed the first pillar, which was starting your day with positive momentum. Uh, no worries if you haven't listened to it yet, because all the podcasts stand on their own. You do not need to have listened to that. You will completely understand today without it. But I would love for you to go back and check that out when you're ready, uh, because it has great information. So And then today and next week, I'm really going to be going into really about these next two pillars about thinking more positively, which of course means you can't think negatively if you're thinking positively. So, and if you've had issues with quote unquote positive thinking before, again, no worries. I'm going to teach you the, really these mistakes that people make and how to correct it. So you can be really thinking positively more easily. Uh, and you know, again, starting your day with positive momentum, like I talked about last week, I, ideally you don't want to wait until you feel crappy or notice that you're thinking negatively and then try to stop the negative thoughts because that's the toughest way to approach it. So I, I give you tools to do that. That's not a problem. I will absolutely help you do that. But what we really want to do is get ahead of it. We really wanna create that momentum in the positive thinking first so that the negative thinking can't take hold or that when it does come, we have more reserves, more resiliency for it and better ways to handle it. So, um, all right. So let, let's let get just right to it. Um, and today we're gonna take everything sort of this next step, again, the second pillar of the Goodbye Negative Thinking Trinity, which is, something called calibration. And now what the heck is calibration, Abby? So here we go. What if, so that's your answer. And I'm going to really, we're going to get there today and you're going to be so excited by the end. I'm telling you right now, I have, I'm even going to do a little exercise with you today on the podcast to help you feel better before the end of the podcast. How do you like that? Come on, what gets better? So what if I told you that you're indestructible and immortal? So let me, well, in a very real way you are because your body is comprised of matter or mass um, and energy and neither of which can be destroyed. That's the first law of thermodynamics. It says that energy can be changed from one form or another, but it can't be created or destroyed. So the energy we're talking about here in your body are you know, your electrical signals and impulses, your chemical reactions. Uh, and get this, in fact, at any given time, you're putting out about 20 watts of energy, which is enough to power a light bulb. I know, kind of cool, right? So, and then there's a law of conservation that states that mass is neither created or destroyed. So since matter is anything that occupies space and has mass, like you, your body, that gets included here too. So now I'm not gonna get into a huge debate right this minute about what that means for how you got here, you know, what's before, when you're born, uh, we're not going there today. I'm talking about you're here, you're walking around, let's get to it, right, and I want to say you know the universe itself, so the big old big universe it's it's a closed system, so how much energy is in existence today has always been the same. It's just the forms the energy takes that are constantly in flux and changing that's what's different, and again, <laughs> I know this can all get really psychedelic you're right now going, Abby, what the hell so If you you know it's psychedelic. If you think the energy's always been here, it's never going. Does that mean that my great grandpa is still around in some forms? Right? Did he did he see me in the shower this morning? But for me, understanding the science of things gives me comfort because I can then believe it. I can relax. I can exhale and go. Oh, this is actually real. When people talk about energy and your vibration, and Abby's talking about calibration today of this energy, it makes sense. It, and I can believe it and I want to do it. I find value in it because there's actual real science. And I want to, um, read you this. There was an interview on NPR. Uh, this physicist was on named Aaron Freeman. I'll link to the, uh, I'll link to it in the show notes, but he explains this so well. This was so beautiful. And I just, you know, I don't usually read you things, but I'm going to read you this. It's just, it's short, but I want you to hear this. He said, like kind of sums this up much more eloquently than I ever could. He says this, he says, you want a physicist to speak at your funeral. You want the physicist to talk to your grieving family about the conservation of energy so they'll understand that your energy has not died. You want the physicist to remind your sobbing mother about the first law of thermodynamics, that no energy gets created in the universe and none is destroyed. You want your mother to know that all your energy, every vibration, every BTU of heat, every wave of every particle that was her beloved child remains with her in this world. You want the physicist to tell your weeping father that amid energies of the cosmos you gave as good as you got. And at one point you'd hope that the physicist would step down from the pulpit and walk to your broken-hearted spouse there in the pew and tell him that all the photons that ever bounced off your face All the particles whose paths were interrupted by your smile, by the touch of your hair. Hundreds of trillions of particles have raced off like children, their ways forever changed by you. And as your widow rocks in the arms of a loving family, may the physicist let her know that all the photons that bounced from you were gathered in the particle detectors that are her eyes that those photons created within her constellations of electromagnetically charged neurons whose energy will go on forever. You can hope that your family will examine the evidence and satisfy themselves that the science is sound and that they'll be comforted to know your energy is still around. According to the law of the conservation of energy, not a bit of you is gone. You're just less orderly. Is that, come on, that rocks freaking crazy, right? So good. That's why I read it to you because I love you. Now, okay. So all of that isn't to say that I want to die. Let let me, let me be clear. I'll wait to deal with this, you know, new comp, my new combination of my energy and matter at a later date. Thank you. Right. Right now. But it does mean I want to live and live happily right now. And to do that, I need to be clear that I'm an energetic being and that I need to be in charge of my energy and vibration at all times. And obviously this applies to you. You're also an energetic being that vibrates. I know all the law of attraction stuff might feel like woo to you, and I'm not going to get into law of attraction today. I'm doing something different, but it is grounded in hard science. I think that the way things got interpreted in the past years uh, got a little weird, and I plan to rectify that today. But so, as I mentioned, so the universe—remember, I said—is a closed system. The so universe, all the energy it's ever been, right, has been here, not going anywhere. But ec- ecosystems, like you, like your body, are open systems. Okay, so you're an open system because, so because we're an open system, we're always exchanging energy with our environment. You're, you can therefore gain energy, right, or you can lose it by how you're interacting with yourself and your environment. So I want that to just sink in for a minute. I'm telling you about, again, the science because I, <laughs> I, this isn't, whoa. I'm teaching you. It's, it's, so it's grounded, right? I want you to believe in the facts. So what you do each day, how you think and who you interact with all determine whether you're gaining energy or losing it. You know, this is true. Haven't you ever felt drained after talking with a certain person? Oh my gosh, Bob at work? Oh, oh, I got to talk to Bob? Oh, uh, I'm dying here. Have Come on, have you ever gone to a concert or a sporting event and you it, it's so exciting and you leave feeling buzzed or even kind of high, even though you didn't touch anything, <laughs> didn't have a mood-altering substance in sight? Have you ever worked on a project and the time, it was so engaging and the time just flew by and you sort of woke up? Oh, oh, wow, oh, that was so great. Of course you have. That is what I'm talking about. Everything is in constant vibration and motion. It's from planets to people to rocks, everything. Even if it seems like it's still, it's not. So ultimately, all matter is just vibrations that we're engaging with in some form or another. Now, over, gosh, I guess over 10 years now, um, these two guys at the University of California, Santa Barbara, uh, Jonathan Schooler and Tam Hunt, they have they developed something called a resonance theory of consciousness, which basically says that our consciousness is based on synchronized vibrations. That get so. Let me explain it for a minute. So, what they found is that when differently vibrating things or processes get close to one another, they eventually start to vibrate at the same frequency. So, <laughs> science calls this the this phenomena of uh, they call it uh, the phenomena of spontaneous self-organization. I was almost forgetting what it was called. <laughs> the rest of us call it. I call it syncing up, right? Or calibrating. I call it calibrating, which is the tool I'm going to teach you today. We're, we're going to learn it today. So I told you all this, and it's, you know, because I really want you to get that this is going to change your life. What I'm about to teach you and has really changes mine daily. So. And so remember those two problems I talked about in the beginning, right? You're in a negative space too often and that's affecting your relationships. That's that negative thinking, right? We want to change that. Or you get in a negative space because of other people's energy. You know, you get in the car with your coworker to, well, in the old days when we used to do a carpool maybe, <laughs> and you know, they're in a bad mood. So, you, you know, they're just spewing negative stuff. So you end up feeling kind of negative, that kind of thing. Um, that, that sort of happens over and over. Either way whichever one is kind of your thing, calibration is your answer and it's easier than you think. So what what does happen in your day, if you don't get ahead of it, if you don't remember the momentum from last week, if you don't start the day calibrated yourself, if you don't get clear on who you are and what you're doing in your day, you end up calibrating to other people and other situations. And so the goal today is for you to be the dominant positive vibration in the room. Instead of calibrating to other people, cause that's a fear-based model, you know, when we get into people pleasing, codependency, uh, we have low self-esteem, low self-confidence, we're very self-conscious, we're full of shame on some level. You, Instead of that, that's you calibrating to others, you wanna get into a positive, awesome, full, fabulous state like you did when you saw that great rock concert and left, and you were just like, woo, you want to get there so that other people calibrate to you. And that is when the whole world changes because you walk into a meeting calibrated like that and everybody's calibrating to you. Everybody. And then, oh, we're thinking of great ideas and we're excited and these great things are happening and it's just friggin' amazing. So calibrating first thing in the morning, so getting that positive momentum going, I'm linking this to last week, and then as often as needed during the day is really just your key to this quote-unquote positive thinking. This is really what does it. And calibrating is special because we're not going to, we're gonna change the way you've thought of it before, which is when, you know, usually you have a thought caught into behavioral therapy, you know, you get a thought and then you rethink it and do all this stuff. We're gonna go right for the energy. We're gonna go right for the emotion. And that's how we're gonna change it quicker. So, but I'm going to take you there. So, and I want to say something first about negative thinking, okay? Negative thinking helps you see what you do want. And I want you to start seeing it differently. I don't want you to be afraid of negative thinking anymore. (laughs) I don't want you to lean into it. I don't want you to like be, ooh, can't wait to think negatively. But instead, I want you to reframe it. Reframe a negative thought, something that comes in your head that's not good, uh, or, or a negative feeling, you might not notice the thought, right? Haven't you had that where you just feel crappy, you're not even sure why? That either way, I I'll, I'm going to both of these. You, that's a signal to calibrate. It's a, it's a signal. It's the universe, whatever you believe in—God, angels, Mother Nature, Source Energy, whatever. It's signaling you to calibrate, to shift, to look the other way because when you're seeing or feeling what you don't want it's really a signal that you need to think about what you do want. Think of it as a reminder for now, you know, not as a fact. So, you know, and I always think of this, that yin yang symbol has nothing been around, right? Been around for thousands of years. It's been around for a reason. It stood the test of time, the yin yang symbol for a reason. And instead of being f- afraid of the negative and lower vibrational spaces i want you to think of these negative or what we would say yin influences as highlighting the positive or yang things you want so because if there's no dark how do you know there's light if there's no you know bad how do you know what good is it's relativity you 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 got to sort of have the one to know what the other is So it's not, again, a bad thing. And when you're feeling a negative emotion or noticing a negative thought, you're calibrating to something you don't want. You're calibrating to where you don't want. So think of its opposite. Think of what you do want as soon as that happens and calibrate to that. And I'm gonna teach you that in a minute. But I really, I've said this many times before, if you're looking at your partner and you're like, oh, they're so, they don't understand me. They're they're not appreciative. They're not this, they're not that. Think of what you do want oh, I want appreciation. I want love. I want understanding. I want connection. I want collaboration. I want, see, very different. Think of what you do want. Get attracted to that. Find what you do want. You, you, you're gonna go one way or the other. You're gonna focus on one thing or the other today. And I, I invite you to go, to come with me, come to the light side, (laughs) not the dark side. So when we talk, so I talked about be this dominant vibration in the room, because. As you focus on others, anytime, let that be a reminder to focus on yourself, your, your vibration. As you notice someone else's pain, their negativity or their fear, uh, focus on making sure you're not in that same space. Again, don't try to calibrate to other people. And that's the say, if you see them in an upset state and you try to get them to feel better, you are calibrating to that negativity. Just, just. You know, in in the 12-step program, which I do talk about a lot because I'm a uh, recovering heroin addict, as a lot of you know, uh, we say it's a program of attraction, not promotion. And it's such a great thing because it fits in perfectly here. So we don't go out necessarily and go, oh, you got to try, you know, AA or NA. You, you know, you got to go do this thing. It's so great. We We just are. We we just are who we are in a wonderful way. And, ho- and when people see that, they might say, wow, how did you stop using heroin? How did you stop drinking? How did you, wow, you seem so happy. What are you doing? And it's a program of attraction. <laughs> and then when that, you can say, oh, I do this, I go to meetings, I have a sponsor, whatever. But it's really the best thing as opposed to trying to kind of beat down someone's throat what they should be doing. Instead, just attract, attract, attract. So... Don't try to get them to like you, to understand you, to listen to you. Don't focus on keeping them happy or not rocking the boat. Again, this is all you try and calibrate to other people. It never works. It's grasping. It's fear-based energy. And it ultimately leads to you. Hold up. having negative self-talk, doubt, self-loathing, all kinds of horrible things. Uh, uh, Uncertainty, worry, anxiety, depression, you name it, right? It's all there. So again, we're we're teaching you this today, being the dominant vibration of the room, having others calibrate to you. Imagine going into like a meeting, you know, maybe there's a, a Zoom meeting you have later today. And imagine... Right before that you calibrate and you go, and you're expecting, I'm going in there, I'm going to expect understanding. There's going to be love. There's going to be listening. We're going to connect. There's going to be great opportunities. New ideas are going to come all around. Uh, You know, maybe you expect, you know, this great communication, this interaction, laughter, opportunity, you know, all the good. Imagine expecting those things and being in that state where that is coming to you when you walk into any situation, I want your calibration intact already. I don't want you walking in with kind of waiting to feel the room, getting the temperature of the room. That's fine, but have your calibration first. And and then you can check the temperature of the room and think, wow, they all need to be over here (laughs) where I am. So, and you might think it's hard to calibrate. It's not. It's a matter of what you think about consistently. That's how the calibration works. And and you're calibrating all the time. The problem is you're just calibrating negatively usually. Uh, you know, your partner's bad mood, that'll calibrate you. Uh, how many times have you been in a good, you're in a good mood, you're fine. Your partner comes home in a bad mood and suddenly you're in a bad mood. Yeah, uh-huh, see? That's you calibrating to their energy. Yeah. Or there's a bill sitting on your desk. There's some bills you haven't paid or you're worried about how, mm, calibrating to that, calibrating to that. You're sure not going to have money to pay if you're all calibrated to debt and and no money. Uh, there's a project due tomorrow and you're running out of time and oh my god, I don't have time, time, time and I have this thing and oh people are going to get upset if it... yet you're calibrating to that, <laughs> not good and or something you've already procrastinated on. One of my favorites. Uh, oh, I haven't done this thing yet. Oh, I'm going to be in so much trouble. Oh, it's going to be and then of course you procrastinate more. You know you do. I'm not telling you something you don't know. You you know this, and you know by the time you finally do the thing, if you really have to do it, you what do you think to yourself? Say it right now. Go ahead. It, out yourself. Yeah, I know. You say, oh, why didn't I do that sooner? That was so much easier than I thought. Oh, why did I wait so long? It's because you were calibrating to the procrastination. <laughs> you weren't procalibrating calibrating to doing it. You were procalibrating calibrating to not doing it. So you created more and more and more of it. What you focus on grows. Of course it does. So, because that's all you end up seeing. So you've got to shift this, and the mistake people make when calibrating is that they try to calibrate to something they they don't believe. That that's what happens. That's when we do try to get here, uh, and this is where positive thinking fails. You can't just go into that meeting going, you know, with what I said necessarily without doing the calibration first. Like it's gonna be great. We're gonna be fabulous, even though you've been fighting every day in this meet this certain meeting with you know the accounting department. So I'm gonna teach you how to sort of bridge that right now, but. Because what's happening is that you got to believe what you're calibrating to, and you got to get your emotions sort of in line with that first. Uh, so, and I like so. Let's say you're thinking you're mad at your husband, and you're trying to calibrate to some vision of the two of you like we're super happy together. We so we're having great sex. We hang out all the time. We love each other. We're laughing. It can be hard to imagine it, so it doesn't work. You've, you've instead, you got to find something that you can easily calibrate to. And th- th- in your right now, as you're sitting listening to me, there is something, and I talked about this last week with positive momentum, there is something you could calibrate to that's more positive right this minute, right this minute. I'm if you're in your car, wherever you are. There's something right now, if you looked around, it could be the shirt you're wearing that you really like, that you look so cute in. It could be that your hair came out really good today. If you're sitting at home, it, you know, you could, I think I mentioned this last week, you know, you could, uh, look across the room and see like a picture that's on the wall or maybe a picture of people that you took and you can calibrate to that. You can look at that and go, oh wow, yeah, I remember when I bought that. Oh my God, that was the first thing I really spent money on for art, you know, or I felt so good to be able to do that. Or, um, oh, there's that picture of us vacationing in Cancun or something. And what happens is you you, if you're unhappy in your marriage and you see a picture of the two of you celebrating in Cancun, you go, oh, but I'm so disappointed. Oh, I'm going to think about that and then get mad about how we're not happy like that anymore. And, and that was bad. And, you know, now it's bad and it was so good then, and we can't get back and no, no calibrate to the thing. Don't get afraid of it. Don't get afraid of the happy. This is what happens. You get afraid of thinking happy thoughts because you're worried about falling. No, this is terrible. Don't have faith in fear. Have faith in love. So look at that picture of the two of you when you were happy and remember how that feels. We were, we were there. Of course we can get back again. But let me just be in that moment of thinking about how great that was how romantic and sitting on the beach and whatever and you know when your brain starts to go to something else oh and then then you know she changed right after the honeymoon you know if you start to go nope nope go back go back to the picture or pick something else that's not as difficult to calibrate to maybe it is a shirt hanging somewhere or so i don't know uh but there's something around you it could be uh when i hear my kids laugh oh what a nice thing to calibrate to one of my favorite things it could be a delicious meal that you slept really well there's you could walk outside and see something beautiful whatever it is you you can get from where you are to where you want to be you just can't get there all at once necessarily and you can you can't go from you know, my boss is such an asshole. I'm, uh, you know, too. I'm so grateful for my boss, and she's doing the best she can. You know, no, you, you're taking too big of a leap. So you might think think of something. So we want to get more general. And what happens is you get very stuck in details and all the little things that your proof, your facts. But we want to bring it out. We want to get more general. So if you're thinking something right now, like I'm just stuck. I'm so stuck in whatever that is. I'm stuck. You can soften it. You can go to like, you know, I'll figure it out. Um, well I'm stuck. You know, I haven't been able to lose weight. Maybe that's what you're, you know, but I have figured things, you know, I'll figure it. I always figure something out. You know, I do. Uh, or I've already, I have figured out, uh, you know, I've lost weight before. Maybe I figured it out before I could do it again. Something like that. Um, but I want you to think of this. A belief, so this, this belief I'm stuck or whatever it is, is it's a thought you've had over and over. And with any of these thoughts and beliefs, I want you to think about what they mean. I'm stuck, you know, I'll, I'll never lose the weight, you know, uh, oh, I, I hate, I feel so unhappy. Um, I can't get motivated, whatever these beliefs are that you have, right? If you, so let's take, I'm stuck. Cause a lot of people have that. What does that mean? What, I want you to state that in what you want, not what you don't want. So it means if I'm stuck, I want to feel unstuck. I want to feel a little freer. I want to feel more relaxed. Uh, I want to feel more open, more joyful. I want to feel more trusting. I want to feel, you know, I want to know that I can, this is not a feeling, uh, that I can do what I say. I, I can, you know, I want to do that. I keep my commitments to myself. You start to, uh, you know, don't say things like I want to stop screwing up. (laughs) I, I, uh, I want to feel different. That's like too general, you know, say the thing, but do you see already kind of the softening, I call it around that where you're starting to shift it. So so again, remember what you think about grows. So the more you think about something, the more m- momentum you give to that thing, and to slow the momentum of a negative or unwanted beliefs or thoughts, you got to be more general. So you got to kind of like one step at a time. You know, f- pull it back a little bit. But I'm gonna give you exactly how to do that. It's a little um, little uh, process I have. So let, let's let's just do it right now. And this is how you focus on the emotion, not the details. So. So, right, you know, you would name a belief or a way of thinking that's been hindering you in your mind right now, right? Uh, so I do want you to do that right now. We're gonna do this exercise together because we're so cute together. Uh, maybe you're single right now and you're thinking I'm gonna be alone forever. Um, I'm gonna be making dinner for one for the rest of my life. I'm gonna die alone. I hate feeling so lonely all the time. Something like that. Could be something like that. Uh, and so, but think, think right now of that thought whatever that is, that's for you. A belief or way of thinking that's been hindering you, something, I can't lose the weight, I'm, uh, I can never make enough money, I don't have enough time, um, my marriage will never change, whatever it is. You know, I'm, I'm in a dead-end job, whatever you got, got it? Just think it. Now, right now, what's the emotion that best describes how that belief or those thoughts make you feel? What's your emotion right now? What's your emotion as you think about that thought? And I bet it's something like uh, fear, panic, depression, or anxiety. There's probably some frustration, uh, resentment, maybe some jealousy of others. Maybe, you know, of other people who have it and you don't, which kind of linked to the resentment. And so... So there's the thing, right? And here's these emotions. Now, when you try to talk about the conditions or the facts of that, you be. You're you're focusing on them, <laughs> so you're giving them more momentum, and you're reinforcing your bad feelings. So that's sometimes that often what happens with quote unquote positive thinking is you're you're focusing a lot on the bad feeling first. You know, you're focusing on that. Oh yeah, my partner is never going to change because they won't change. So how can our relationship change? And you just go down that road, and you feel worse and worse, don't you? Yes, it sucks. So we're going to do this a little different. So. We're going to take those emotions, just the emotions of it. And you can always do this. You name the thing. Here's my thought. Here's how I feel, right? You can even write them down if you want. And now we're going to work on those. And I'm, I'm going to do a little exercise with you right now. So wherever you are, I want you to, because I really want you to get how this can feel. So wherever you are, I'm going to ask you uh, a few quick questions right now. And wherever you're listening to me, I'd like you to answer them out loud. Okay. Out loud. And if you really can't at least answer them in your head loudly. Okay. So here we are with this bad feeling, uh, this, you know, ugh, these emotions. So here we go. Do you prefer the feeling of fear or the feeling of love? Do you prefer panic or serenity? Do you prefer depression or joy? Do you prefer anxiety or clarity? Do you prefer frustration or patience? Do you prefer jealousy or abundance? Do you prefer resentment or peace? Do you prefer fear or calm? Notice how you feel right now. Right now, that's alignment. If you did the exercise with me, if you actually did it, you're gonna feel different right now. And if you didn't do it, shame on you, do it. No, no don't. no shame on you, I love you. Of course, no shame, but I want you to do it because that's calibration to the higher emotion and higher vibrational state. That's how it feels. And it's my gift. So if you didn't do it just now, you're gonna be able to. Uh, my free gift for you today is I have, I've recorded this little exercise. It's a little different than this, but it's it sort of encompasses this and it's a little bit, a little few more questions to really get you into that higher vibrational state. So you can listen to it every morning and get your vibration to that higher state and you can listen to it as often as you need to. And for now on, Take the discomfort or the anxiety or the worry as a signal that you're thinking the wrong thoughts. Go, oh, I'm out of alignment, whoops. And those, it's it's only the the negative thoughts and beliefs that are keeping you trapped in that negative thinking cycle. When you stop focusing on them, on these beliefs that don't serve you, you can live in this alignment all the time. It's your natural state of being. This is who you are. This kind of higher vibrational state, this, this joy, this happiness, this wonderfulness. So, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to end in a second, but I want to say that um, I, so I've been a, because this relates, I've been a student of Abraham and Esther Hicks for, since about 1987, has that for really dating myself. And uh, if you haven't heard of Esther Hicks or Abraham, um, the secret, the Robin Burns, whatever, the the secret, that whole book and movie were based actually on the teachings of Abraham. And Abraham is a name given to a group consciousness from a non-physical dimension. And Esther, um, they, they speak through Esther. Esther interprets what they're saying and speaks it. And what it usually looks like is she does these kind of, we call them workshops and people have questions. They ask questions to Abraham and, and, and that's how that works. And Abraham gives answers. And so, uh, And you, (laughs) she doesn't describe it as channeling. She describes it as something else. It's just being kind of hooked up to like the universe or source energy and having that kind of flow through her. So yeah, I, you know, and this might sound so woo. You're listening going, Abby, what the hell? But I've been listening for decades now and their words, their teachings have totally changed my life. It is the basis of a lot of what I teach you the difference is that I bring in the science and, uh, and that's really when I started to become a real quote unquote believer, so to speak. Uh, it's not a cult though. It's not a religion, but this sort of believer in this way of talking, because it, it's backed up by science. I gave you a lot of science today. It's all backed up. So, but I did want to say it because if you've heard, uh, Abraham speak, you might be thinking like calibration, that term is something I, I really got from them. Um, I've, Made it my own over the years, but it's something I originally got from them. Uh, it's a technique that you know was really uh, introduced there. So I'll link to Abraham and Esther Hicks in the show notes if you want to learn more about them. You can go there. But I want to talk about the last. I want to end with this: that something called that Abraham says called the cork floats. The cork floats, and Abraham teaches something really cool about all these vibrational ways of being that I, I really want to end with today, really quickly. So they, Abraham is a they, they basically say that you don't have to hold your vibration at a higher level. You don't have to try so hard to hold your vibration at a higher level because it's like a cork and it's naturally floating at a higher level. It's your beliefs that push it down. That's why it feels like a struggle because you're moving against a natural force. You're like pushing the cork underneath the water. You're holding it down. But if you let go, that cork will naturally float and bob to the surface every time. You're holding it down. You're going against the flow and nature when you think your negative thoughts. A belief is just a thought you've had over and over again. And so you want to have new thoughts that go with that cork bobbing on the surface. And that's what calibration will help you do. So you're going to calibrate in. You're going to download the exercise. You're going to do it in the mornings every day. Try it for a week. And I'd love for you to email me, abby at abbymedcalf.com. Tell me what you think. I'm going to um, be offering actually kind of a a album that's going to have all these different recordings on it at the end of the month that you can pay for with with other other recordings, obviously. Uh, But for now, this is totally free, Uh, just so you can really get the feel and really understand what you could be having and doing. So I'm excited. I can't wait to hear how this goes for you. I know it's gonna go well. Calibration, calibration. You are the dominant vibration in the room. I love you so much. I'm so glad you're here with me and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with wonderful me, Dr. Abby Metcalf. I've got two quick things to say. Just give me one more minute. First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is gonna help you move from any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just wanna say hi, Let me know what the podcast is doing for you. Anything. You can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I want to say is if you like the podcast, you're going to go crazy, crazy for my book. My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymetcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. Selling a little or a lot?